Your weekly look at the new release shelf begins right now. How about something really exciting? New and excitingly different. That's a record. Enjoy the lift you get from the perfect blend of their new album. And they keep dropping, dropping. Coming up today on the show, lots of hot new singles, including one from this guy. Son of a bitch! Give me a drink! Also, Daniel Romano already has two new records out this year, and we're going to hear from one of them. Plus, we introduce a new segment, bring back a classic one, and get you caught up with what's going on in the world of music news. From the capital of Canada, you're listening to The Album Drop. Here's Phil Shirakala. And another episode of The Album Drop is on the air. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Phil Shirakawa. And coming up on the program today, lots of fantastic stuff. A couple of sad things, but uh, all in all, positivity moving forward, as we always try to do here on this program. And I want to begin by taking a quick turn back to 2016. Oh, a simpler time it was. Back when we thought that Hillary Clinton was going to be the president of the United States, and as such, we, we kind of thought that The Handmaid's Tale was nothing more than a work of fiction and not Margaret Atwood's attempt at writing Mein Kampf. If you got a problem with that, I don't care. Send your hate mail to phil at thealbumdrop.ca and I'll be happy to have a discussion with you about it. But as such, that's not the world uh, that we find ourselves in. And uh, that makes uh, this first tune all the more interesting. Um... 2016 is when uh, Katie Stelmanis and the band Ostra were recording their record Future Politics. And a tune that they recorded during the sessions for that record that never made it to it is called Change the Paradigm. And it just uh, has hit the internet uh, in recent weeks. Uh, talking about uh, the release of this tune and uh, the record in general, uh, Stelmanis says that uh, the, 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 it's, it's, it's a perfect uh, snapshot of what uh, the theme of the record was intended to be. Uh, about how one needs to stay positive in uh, unsure times and uh, to use that fear as, quote, a weapon of potential as well as, uh, you know, kind of like a, uh, a source of comfort and faith and things of that nature, um, which um, is probably the best way to uh, tackle the, uh, the awful, awful feeling you get when you read the newspaper these days, especially the Globe and Mail. No wonder that business is going out of business. Anyways, brand new stuff from Ostra here on the album drop. This one's called Change the Paradigm, and it goes a little something like this.
You're listening to The Album Drop. Listen to previous episodes at thealbumdrop.ca. The album dropped on several occasions. I'm alright today. You're gonna find a way to cross and you're gonna get there. 
I'm on fire today Ain't no water in the coma even put me on I find a better way Am I crazy or the wind is gonna blow me down Coming out uh, March the 9th, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats with You Worry Me here on the album drop. Speaking of bands with uh, new records, actually, let's talk about that one for just one more second. Holy cow, is that funky. I can't wait to hear more from them. You know you're going to hear that one on this show. Speaking of records, you know you're going to hear on this show. Before Nathaniel, we heard the GOAT team. They're back. Uh, The new record is called Semicircle, and that was all the way live. Gotta love... I don't know how many more old-school hip-hop samples they have, but as long as they keep finding them, they're going to keep making records. I'm pretty sure that's the deal with the GOAT team. And man, I can't get enough of that band. We'll hear uh, Semicircle uh, as uh, when it's released uh, this Friday. So that'll be on the show uh, sooner than later. And we started off that set with brand new stuff from Astra from the Sessions for Future Politics. That was Change the Paradigm. Hello, everybody. This is episode 346 
of the album drop, and I thank you for listening to it. My name is Phil Shirakawa. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. You're welcome to connect with us in any of those places. And of course, you can listen to past episodes anytime at thealbumdrop.ca. So, winter. How's that treating you? We record this program in Ottawa, Ontario, which uh, for most of the winter has been the coldest world capital around. Take that, Ulaanbaatar. But other than that, uh, things are going pretty good with me, and I hope that uh, they're also going well with you. I was just going to, you know, say a whole bunch of things about winter, but let's just play some more music. I think that's, I think that's the way to go. Uh, we got one more tune. It's a cover. What's old is new again. Destination Drops cover song of the week. So regular listeners of the program are well familiar that uh, every year we put together a uh, a special program um, on the last Tuesday before Christmas, where we play some weird, kooky, and interesting uh, Christmas themed, holiday themed, really. Um, although Christmas is the dominant uh, holiday for. Um, this kind of music, um, but anything like that, um, we, we put that show together every year. Uh, putting together the uh, 2017 edition uh, allowed me to discover a, a wonderful uh, four-piece out of Australia uh, called All Our Exes Live in Texas, which is a, a fantastic name for a folk band, especially considering uh, how far away Australia is from Texas. Uh, doing research on the group, uh, they're pretty much the Australian female equivalent of Monsters of Folk. Four accomplished singer-songwriters, um, all of whom have had uh, just fine careers on their own, um, have come together to make this kind of side project, super group thing. Um, and they have incredible four-part harmonies at times, uh, great instrumentation, and just a really cool vibe to them. They... Um, They've got uh, a couple of records out, and uh, on their first release, uh, which came out uh, back in 2013, uh, there was this particular cover that, um, I've always loved this tune, um, and I think it's really cool to hear it um, from a female perspective. I think it's really cool um, when an artist uh, regenders uh, lyrics uh, for them to be appropriate when they're, they're doing a cover song. Um, and I, I find something incredibly endearing about the Australian accent. Uh, I always have, and um, this band seems to really, um, really let it shine through in their songs. I don't know if it's the you know the, the style of singing, the the folky kind of thing, or if it's just they've got really really heavy accents. Because usually when uh, people um, who speak English, that's not the kind of English we speak uh, here in this country or in this part of the world. Uh, sing, you don't really hear the accent, but you hear it when you're talking, like, oh, you're from Australia. Not the case with this band, as you'll find out. This is All Our Exes Live in Texas, and their take on Hotel Yorba, the White Stripes classic, here on the album drop. I was watching 
With one eye on the other side, I got 15 people telling me to move. Moving's on my mind. I found shelter in some thoughts turning wheels around. Said 39 times that I love you to the beauty I have found. One, two, three, four. Take the elevator at the hotel. You'll grab a glass. See you later. All I got inside is vacancy. Like these, I'm so tired of acting tough. Well, I'm gonna do what I please. Let's get married in a big cathedral by a priest. Find the one that you love the most. Well, say I do at least. Well, it's a one, two, three, four. Take the elevator at the hotel. Your brother, let's see you later. All they got inside is vacancy. Take the elevator at the hotel. You'll grab a glass. See you later. All I got inside is vacancy. Four, five, six, seven. Grab your umbrella. Grab hold of me, 'cause I'm your favorite Sheila. All I got inside is vacancy. You're listening to the album drop. Listen to previous episodes at thealbumdrop.ca. Woman, don't you know what I'm suffering from? Ease my pain, make it wash out with the rain. Relieve me and put it. Connect. 
Jack White with from his new record Boarding House Reach that was connected by love. We'll get that release March 23rd on Third Man Records, of course. Should be uh, an interesting and eclectic record. Uh, the press release for it says uh, Jack's trying some new Sonic stuff on this one. Uh, his third solo release, uh, not including everything else he's done since the demise of the White Stripes. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that. And of course, uh, before that, we heard the uh, wonderful Australian group All Our Exes Live in Texas and their take on uh, Hotel Yorba from their debut self-titled EP uh, released a couple years back. But um, I uh, only just discovered it and uh, I-, I thought the two would go very well together. And uh, I think they did. So this is the album drop. Thanks for listening. I'm Phil Shirakawa. And, uh, you know, the Internet's a funny place because there's a lot of weird, wild and wacky stuff on there. And sometimes... It's music related and it's worth playing for you. And when that happens, uh, we do something like this. What the f is the internet? And now, the best of the online music community. Am I on the internet? The internet? Is that thing still around? Thank you, Al Gore. For the internet. Ooh, they have the internet on computers now. This is what we found on the internet this week. Unlike yourselves, I was born without taste buds. Let me demonstrate. So I know there's a lot of musicians who listen to this program. And to all of you out there, uh, I'm sorry, but I have to give a rudimentary music theory lesson in order to explain why what I'm about to play for you sounds so different and so weird. Because it's really not that strange of a concept to a musician. So, when you think of uh, the sound of music, uh, especially um, you know rock and roll, rock-based kind of stuff... Uh, most of it is based around the uh, a sequence of chords. Uh, and in order to get a chord, uh, you would need an instrument that allows you to play multiple notes at the same time, like a piano or something with strings, like, I don't know, a guitar. Um, and 
essentially, um, you uh, line up uh, a series of notes uh, in, in a particular sequence, and that creates uh, a wonderful sonic sound that we've come to know as a chord. Um, so basically, uh, I mean, there's, you know, millions of chord combinations. Actually, there's, there's really only a couple hundred, um, because there's only 12 notes. Uh, do the math on that. Anyways, um, there's uh, essentially they're, they're kind of grouped into uh, what we call uh, major chords uh, and minor chords. And uh, a very slight variance uh, between uh, the second note uh, in, in these chords is what uh, makes uh, the difference between a major and a minor chord. So, um, one of the biggest songs uh, of all time, um, it's called Smells Like Teen Spirit. It was written by uh, Nirvana, at least in their 1991 album, Nevermind. And uh, the song is written in the key of uh, F minor. Um, so you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a, that's kind of what uh, it, that that minor key is what gives the tune its um, trademark dark, gloomy kind of sound. So there's a there's a band out of Texas that uh, that decided that if they were to uh, re-record the backtrack of that tune uh, in a in, in F major. As, as opposed to F minor, um, it would change it from a dark, gloomy grunge tune into a feel-good hit of the summer. And they uh, they did that, and I guess, I, I, I'm not sure, there's some debate as to whether they re-recorded the vocals or whether it's kind of a uh, uh, an auto-tune kind of thing. Uh, I, I think they just took the, uh, for listening to it myself, uh, being quite familiar with the song, I think they just took the uh, audio track uh, and, and did a little bit of auto-tune to it um, but not much, uh, and, and the result uh, makes for something very, very, very intriguing. Have a listen to this. Austin, Texas, there's a band called Sleep Good with um, what can best be described as an interpretation of Smells Like Teen Spirit. As you can imagine, uh, the uh, lawyers and whatnot have been all over that, and it's gone now. Um, You can't find it on the internet. But I did, and I taped it, and I'm happy to play it for you here. Um, And thanks to the way broadcast and uh, royalty laws are written, uh, as long as uh, I credit that tune to Nirvana, then I can play it. So, there you go. Um, <laughs> this is the album drop. And I'm Phil Shurikawa. Thanks a lot for listening to our show. We're going to take a break. Lots more to come right after this. Stick around. You're only moments away from more great music. The album drop will return. And I forget just what is
Album Drop continues right now. Here's your host, Phil Shurikawa. I know, I know. We'll get there. Uh, I think we'll wrap up with that. But let's, uh, let's focus our energy on more positive things, because we still have so much more show to go, including the debut of a brand new portion of this program. Because I know that if you've gotten this far into this show, much like myself, you love new music, you love stuff that flies under the radar, but you also have a bit of a taste for things that are a little bit more, shall we say, mainstream, but for whatever reason, sometimes you might not get a chance to enjoy them because you're too busy doing other stuff. If that's the case, then have I got a segment for you. I'm going to do a thing where I look at a popular new release in a very short period of time. It goes a little something like this. Now, it's time for a concise record review. And when an artist gets to the eighth record of their career, and they still continue to write about themes that they've written about for the entire course of their career, you wonder if there's ever going to be a change. And on this, we see it. Two songs, right in the middle of the album, where the artist changes the narrative we've come to expect from them and opens up an entirely new perspective on something we've heard them talk about many times before. You get towards the end of these songs, the sixth verse, in fact, and you think to yourself, maybe he's changed. Maybe he really is a different person. And then sure enough, there's a verse about lighting the car on fire and killing his ex-wife. And you realize that nothing will make Eminem be something that he is not. In spite of this, his eighth record, Revival, is a wonderful snapshot of his style, incorporating in a lot of modern-day hip-hop tropes. There's some trap tunes on there. The guy varies up his flow. Amazing guest performances from the likes of Beyonce and Pink and Ed Sheeran. And in spite of all this, he still manages to be weird and outside the box and makes you laugh and cringe all at the same time. 7.5 out of 10. So that's a uh, concise record review. That's how we do that. Hope you dug that. This, of course, is the album drop. I'm Phil Shirakawa. All right, so now let's get to Human Touch. Uh, the latest from singer-songwriter Daniel Romano. Uh, he's from the not-overly-scenic town of Welland, Ontario, but in spite of that, he has a knack for songcraft, and uh, the guy creates a diverse and has such created an eclectic catalog of tunes for some time now. Of course, his former band Attack in Black played some really rockin' stuff, but it's his solo records over the last few years that have really showcased the dynamicism of his songwriting range. Uh, from the moments of Dylan-esque um, mastery, that we heard on last year's record, Modern Pressure, to the more cinematic-type anthems that you may have heard on his record, Mosey, that came out, uh, I think, in 2016. The guy can really do some cool stuff. Earlier this year, Romano quietly released two records on his band camp, and they're both really cool. Uh, today, we're going to tackle the more mellow of the two, Human Touch, leaving uh, the rockier record Nerveless for next time. From it, we begin with a song called Wabash Wrecking Ball. Brand new stuff from Daniel Romano, and it's here on the album drop. 
There's a train where we're destined to remain. We're gonna ride that until there's no one left to sing, and I can hear it coming. How many cows can we pile in?
Drop. Take everything 
be dancing on the ashes of human touch. Open. is called Human Touch, and there's the title track from Mr. Daniel Romano here on the album Drop. We also heard an earthly stretch of color. Wabash Wrecking Ball was the first one we played, and all of the tracks on this album feature Romano's constant collaborationist, Kay Burkle. And the record is available as a digital exclusive through his Bandcamp page, but you better hurry uh, if you want to get it, because Romano plans to remove the digital releases following his winter tour uh, which wraps up at the end of February. Uh, one, of, uh, one of which, of course, that we'll see him coming to the Capitol to play the Megaphono Festival next month. So you, you're going to want to check that out if uh, you're digging what you hear. And make sure you tune in next week because uh, we'll be playing the second uh, music from the second of two new albums that he put out uh, in 2018 already um, on the show at that time. So this is the album drop. Thanks for listening. I'm Phil Shurikawa, and now I think we should get caught up with what's going on in the music world, and we do so by doing this. The music world is always changing, and sometimes things slip through the cracks. The leader of one of rock's most gifted and promising bands, Nirvana, is dead, and this is the story as we know it so far. And the Grammy goes to... The Suburbs! Breaking news about the arrest of a popular Grammy-winning musician at his concert last night. The passing of George Harrison. The former Beatles. Prosecutors in Philadelphia have dropped their long-running fight to execute Mumia Abu-Jamal. From the pages of thealbumdrop.ca, this is the Music Meltdown. And this is the Music Meltdown for the week of January 16th. So here's what we know so far about 2018's biggest legal music fight. Um, a couple of weeks back, uh, singer-songwriter Lana Del Rey put out a message uh, on Twitter saying that uh, she's being sued by iconic English rock band Radiohead. Uh, 
due to, um, well, it's it's kind of an interesting thing. Delray says that uh, she is being sued for copyright infringement by the band over uh, the chord progression for her song Get Free from uh, her latest record Lust for Life. Now, um, Del Rey uh, claims uh, that the, she, uh, the suit is being brought on by the band because they're saying the progression in that tune um, far too closely resembles their hit song Creep, and as such, uh, they're looking to recoup 100% of the uh, royalties from that song. Um, Del Rey has said that she's offered up to 40% and uh, has not been able to come to terms with the iconic band. Let's um, let, let's take a listen here first and see if uh, if um, you know it, it makes any sense to anybody. I'm gonna play a clip from Creep and then I'm gonna play a clip from uh, Get Free and then you'll hear it. Hang on. When you were could look you in the eye, just like an angel. that. Uh, meanwhile, Radiohead's label, of course, has denied any formal suit, saying that these sort of things usually work themselves out in the, in the uh, negotiation process. So, much like that thing that's causing people to boycott Tim Hortons, you kind of got to read more than just the headline of this story to get the full grasp of what's going on. I mean, they're, they're likely upset about it. I don't know if, you know, it, they have a right to be. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we've been talking about this earlier, there's only so many notes... And as such, there's only so many possible chord combinations and possible progressions of chords. And there's way too many songs for there not to be any repeats. So, I mean, we'll see how that one plays out. And finally, um, of course, uh, earlier this week, music fans around the world were shocked to hear of the passing of Cranberry singer Dolores O'Riordan at the age of 46. Uh, We record this show on Tuesdays, so... uh, at, at the time uh, of the recording of this program, all I can say for sure is that details are unknown as to what caused her death, but we know that she was found in a hotel room in London, England. And of course, we also know her unmistakable voice made her one of the most recognizable musicians of the 1990s, probably the second most recognizable artist uh, from Ireland ever, uh, or at least of the modern era, um, and, and made her renowned around the world uh, for paving a road uh, for the development of the indie rock sound that dominated the back half of alternative rock playlists since 1992 or so when the, the band uh, first released a major label record. And it's it's such an interesting thing, right? Because, you know, in the early 90s, the, the grunge thing was happening and it was a really big deal. Um, but there were a lot of bands that, uh, you know, were, were guitar bands, you know, uh, instrument-driven bands, but doing kind of a... Uh, thing like much like the cranberries did um that that really kind of helped balance out uh the sound at that time i know myself uh i was intrigued by their work 
right off uh, the get. One of my earliest memories of shopping for physical music was buying uh, the single uh, Dreams, the, uh, w- one of the first singles uh, from their 1992 record, Everyone Else Is Doing It, So Why Can't We? Because, you know, I was a kid and I didn't have a lot of money, so you buy singles um, because it's cheaper than buying the record and you know it's got the song that you like from the band on it because there's only like three tracks on it. She um, had a very interesting um, career, uh, aside from, you know, selling millions and millions of records. So much so that it actually made her one of the ten richest women in Ireland. Uh, after uh, getting married and uh, starting a family, she ended up uh, relocating to Ontario uh, with her family, uh, where uh, the family likely still owns property today. And it's, it's funny, um, my buddy Chris, uh, we used to play in a band together. And um, he was shopping at the Yorkdale Mall in Toronto. And um, he told me that uh, he ran into her. He, he, he himself is Irish. So um, he actually stopped uh, her and her family walking through the mall and had a chat with them. And uh, apparently they, they, they were absolutely incredible. And, you know, not just, you know, rock star-esque. Um, her, her previous husband was a tour manager for Duran Duran. So he's uh, more than used to dealing with fans as well so um and that was always always stuck in my head that you know this is like somebody who's really down to earth and really um really cool and just kind of uh you know grateful for everything that's been given to her and it's a shame that uh she's no longer with us unfortunately that's all that uh, we have time for this week on the program uh, this has been the album drop thank you so much for listening we'll be back in seven days with a brand new episode in the meantime, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and connect with us on Instagram. You can send your emails to phil at thealbumdrop.ca and listen to past episodes anytime at our website, thealbumdrop.ca. So, um, in honor of uh, Dolores um, and her three children, I'm going to leave you with a, uh, a wonderful song from their record, uh, To the Faithfully Departed. This is the Cranberries with When You're Gone. And until next time, I'm Phil Shurikawa.
If you missed anything or just can't get enough, check out thealbumdrop.ca. I'll be back. When will this insanity end? Can I finish? Please, can I finish? We'll be back next week. Okay, I'm finished.